Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And... D-E-N-A-N-A. What will these two do today? Coffee, rocks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-M-A-N-Z-A. It go and a divorcee. They're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we really have a banana bonanza or are you just jumping the gun? If this isn't a banana bonanza, I mean, this is if you are a pessimist, this is the last ever banana bonanza. If you are an optimist by me, this is the beginning of a new phase of the banana bonanza universe. It's like how Marvel breaks up like they're in phase like eight now, whatever. Okay, they change what it into phases. This is a new phase. exactly happened? I'll tell you what happened. Because I don't I'll think anything happened. happened here. I think... A lot happened. More has happened in the past 24 hours than has happened in maybe three months. Here's what happened. Ana de Armas, one half of Banana, formerly, the couple formerly known as Banana, posted a photo. She posted a lot of photos of her dog yesterday. And then at the end, after four photos of her dog, she posted a selfie. Her hair is very cute. It's sort of a bob. But that, but that's part of the, you know, it's a new photo because it's the new hair. Yes, it's the new hair. Exactly. And she's got a necklace on. She's got two necklaces on, actually. Sort of what I'm trying to go for. I want two chains. Okay, I just have one. Okay, we don't need to get to the point, And so please. she's wearing, in addition to a, a very plain necklace, she's wearing the heart necklace, the broken heart necklace that she bought with her ex, Ben Affleck. They had matching broken heart necklaces okay, that they wore but, together. Okay, but, 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 but
about People said, oh, Anna's wearing the necklace that she bought with Ben. Are they getting yes. back together? Is this a sign? She... I saw it, and I said, oh, they're back together. My okay. eyes go right to the necklace. That photo is so deliberately framed, composed, posted. She wants you to notice the broken heart necklace. Well, she which drew she has a not heart been, on it. She too. drew a heart on it. Okay, well, it's a gif of a heart going whoop, whoop, Hours whoop, whoop. later, she posted a follow-up to that story, which was just a black screen with <laughs> lots of gifts on it. And they all said, nope, 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 no, nope. I don't think so. Peace sign. Oh, you missed one no. There's also just a no. Nope, 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 no, no, I don't think so. Peace sign. Peace sign. Implying, actually not implying, saying very clearly... <laughs> That your assumption was a no, 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 no. This was my impression of Ana de Armas. No, 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 I think that they're back together or they will be back together. But if, if you want to leave my own personal delusions out of this, this is someone. The update. The update here, and I wrote this. The update here is that someone wants attention because oh, you well, don't post. You well, don't post that's a, a photo in this necklace unless you want people to make that assumption. How is that and not a given with this person? Somebody <laughs> wants attention. Somebody wants attention. She well, you got, cardboard it, you got it, sweetie. She put out of herself on his lawn. She misses those <laughs> days. Maybe she doesn't miss Ben Affleck, but she misses those days. It's been a year since the Imagine video when celebrities really, really wanted it. Like she, the celebrities need attention again. I guess that's the, like, the if you want to take a step back and look at this from a macro level, the celebrities need attention again. Nature is healing and the celebrities need your attention. <laughs> they need attention. Okay, we need to move on because this is not, on. it doesn't even really count as a banana. I think I just, it counts. I think it counts. This is well, huge. It was squashed immediately by the source. If anything, not it's, even it's, by it's, a Not even by a statement, by the source, the original Consider person. the source. Can you play consider the source? No, because I'm not considering the source. It is the source. What I mean when I say consider the source. I'm considering it. What has okay. Ben said? Has Ben said anything? Why would he ben say has anything no idea at all? Happened. He's busy. He doesn't even know what happened. <laughs> His Dunkin' barista this morning was like, eh? And he was like, no, Don, they're not back together. We're not. <laughs> this is Anna's no day. Okay. And it's conversely, it's Jennifer Garner's yes day. But good news, we need to move on right now. I'm fine with that. To the first segment. Are you okay? Can we move on? I'm a little, I mean, I'm a little sad if I'm being honest, but we can move on. You're a little like let down. You thought this was going to be so the, begin- the, the start of something new. Instead, it's the end of something old. This could be the start of something new. It feels so right to be Exactly. Ana de Armas updates tweeted something like, let the girl wear her necklace in peace. Um, like, honey, first of all, have you ever let the girl do anything in peace? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Let me quote Ana de Armas updates exactly because I, I want to make sure I got that right. I'm um, obsessed. Oh, now you want to let her wear her necklace in peace? Okay, fine. Ana de Armas updates said, let her wear that damn heart necklace in peace. 
joy emoji. Crying laughing emoji. Mm. You've never let her do anything in peace. Okay? Peace. 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 Okay, I'm sorry. This took too long and I'm very, very sorry. Let's talk about Bella Thorne's fiance. If I have to introduce Bella to someone, I must say she's, first of all, she's so beautiful. Amazingly beautiful. Every time I see her, I see a different, like, beauty in her. Like, Is that really what you say to people? No, yeah, it's, I always say you, you're so beautiful. <laughs> to all my friends, they all know you're so sort of beautiful. Like, last night, I was with my friends and I was like, look, my girlfriend, she's so beautiful. She, uh, it's all I was saying. And now I say she's clever, she's so mature for being only 21. You know, only compliments. She pays me to say these things, I mean. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> I have them on my writer. Bella Thorne's engaged. Yeah, she's engaged. Good form. She's 23 form. and she's engaged. Twenty. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. She's engaged to this guy, Ben, Benjamin, who, you know, it's funny. Like, we really we didn't pay attention him. to him because Mm-mm. I felt like if we were like, we can't, we literally cannot cover every single one of Bella Thorne's boyfriends. Not saying she has a lot, but she had a good amount in short succession. And I was like, and they're all pretty similar. We just can't talk about this girl every week. But, 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 this one, the now fiance, he's kind of interesting. He's like an Italian pop star. Actual pop star. Yeah. Because I sort like, of rolled my eyes at that and then Lindsay no. like dug in and was like, no, he's literally, he's actually famous. I don't really know if Italia. he has been on Eurovision, but he could be on Eurovision. Like that's the caliber of pop star we're talking here. There's some, and there's some Eurovision vibes with his look as well. And just the sound. Yes. So he wrote, about one year ago, out of the blue, you landed like a UFO alien. Already <laughs> I'm like, these two are perfect for each other because calling Bella Thorne a UFO alien is perfect. <laughs> you landed like a UFO alien in my very normal I, Italian pop star life and fucked up all the plans I had for an outrageous Coachella weekend and summer in Ibiza and Mykonos. My very normal Italian pop star life. Come on. This guy's perfect. It's very cute. Safe to say this was no doubt the best thing that could have ever happened in my life. I'm forever grateful to you, my beautiful little girl. God bless yeah. the moment I put aside my shyness. I think it's because he's it's not his first language. So saying yeah, yeah, yeah. little yeah. girl, he might be saying whatever. I'm just saying. Give him a sec. I put aside my shyness to randomly text you and say, let's hang out. Thank you for being yourself no matter what and teaching me the meaning of love and life. You are the smartest, funniest, sexiest, craziest, and cutest creature that has ever walked planet Earth. I miss you so much. You deserve all the love and flowers my heart and bank account can afford. By the way, I'm writing so many songs about you. One bowed up to the other. I am now to softest and the most romantic bitch ever, and I'm proud to embrace it. When I'm back in L.A., I'm going to serenade you to the point you will kick me out of your crib. You might have to call the police, or I will continue on the sidewalk singing, shouting, and sweating under the sun, like Bruce Springsteen on stage after three hours, after a three-hour-long concert. And that's because the neighborhood and the entire damn world needs to know how much I love you, Ben. I think that's sweet. And then apparently- That's from last year. So apparently they wrote a, they wrote a movie together, which is like, oh, great. okay. And they were like filming it. I love that. And on the last page of the script, I do think this is cute. On the last page of her script, on the back, he wrote her like a love letter that was like, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like when they finish their movie, although to be fair, you don't really shoot things in order like that. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Maybe that's how they do it. That's how they do it. You know on what? On the back of the script, 
he wrote a letter and asked her to marry him. And I think that's very cute. They met at Coachella. Come on. We didn't even say his full name. Benjamin Moscolo. We've yeah. mentioned him before briefly a couple of times. We have. But this we have. is, now it's legit. Now it's actually going to last. He's so successful he's already written a memoir. Is what I'm that saying. That was published by Rizzoli. That's real. It's That's real. real. It's real. It's real. It's real. Okay, so those two are uh, we sh- we should have an- we should have announced this at the beginning. This was Spawn. Their film is going to be released on Who Media by Who Media Productions <laughs> in wish. 2022. I wish. That's what we've been working on all year, you know? <laughs> in lockdown, we produced a movie. It stars Bella Thorne and her new fiance, Ben. Mascolo. Mascolo. Okay. I like okay. Him. I like him. He seems nice. Um, when we first met, I was uh, definitely going through a, just a really rough uh, emotional. My brain just felt very haywire and quite um, on the edge in that sense. And uh, I thought I was going to really scare him away. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when he met me, I was crying. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and so we have an engagement and we have a breakup. We have a couple of breakups, but let's start with the biggest breakup. This is a sad one. It's really I'm sad, so but it's sad. also a little, it's also, it has shades of funny, funny. It has shades Why? of funniness. Why? Because of the Bentley. The Bentley was funny. But the, well, the it's not true. The, and that was but more the about the media funny. reaction. The rumor itself was funny, but this is sad. We are rooting a, for them. We talked about their GQ video. A couple that had true chemistry that we were rooting for, Sweetie and Quavo, they have broken up. It's so sad. I'm sorry, these Migos guys, like, stop cheating on your wives. Sorry. <laughs> Or girlfriends enough I already? Saw, did I put the tweet in here? It was just some viral tweet, and it was like all of it was like all of Migos, and the the tw- the caption was just something like the cheater girls. Right, <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I truly don't know about the third one, like what he does, but I just enough, like enough, enough. Well, if you listen to, okay. Let's start at the very beginning. It's yeah. It's a very good place to start. We have Sweetie and Quavo. People notice that they've unfollowed each other on Instagram. You know, Sweetie unfollowed Quavo first. Quavo then f- unfollowed Sweetie. How do we know this? Because some people check these things all the time. You only notice if you check these things. That's what's crazy to me. It's like you can't really. I don't think there's a system you where can't you automate get it. an alert. No. Yeah, it's not automated. You have to. You have to look. You have to pull the search every time. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like when you when you read stories that that make those sorts of assertions that like X unfollowed Y, they'll use they'll usually be like there will be some sort of disclaimer where it's like so and so Twitter user said that they saw this because you can't confirm it after the fact. Like once like if I unfollowed Lindsay, you would have to know that I followed her at one point and un- and didn't There's follow no her at another point. There's no system that right. like knows the history of follows and unfollows. But they're high profile, so people were checking these things. And I trust that this is true, right? Like, I trust that Sweetie unfollowed Quavo first, then Quavo unfollowed Sweetie. (laughs) When this happened, people were very sad. It was like, it looks like they broke up. Then they took it to Twitter. When they took it to Twitter, it was confirmed. It was confirmed. They started talking about it, and things got not messy, but like a little bit dramatic and a little bit revealing. Did he start talking about it, or did she start talking about it? Because I think she started it. No, you're right. Sweetie... Sweetie mentioned it first. She tweeted, I'm single. I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presents don't band-aid scars. And love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. So he, she's accusing him of cheating. And then she yeah. says, I emotionally checked out a long time ago and have walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom, excited for this new chapter of evolution. Prayer hands emoji. 
Hmm. Hmm. And then he So she wrote, gets to control the narrative, right? She gets to do it first. Of course she does. If he, yeah, if she did it first. Mm-hmm. And also if this is the case where he was emotionally cheating or other types of cheating. And then he wrote, I know you want to make this into a show, so I'll play my part just this one time. I don't normally put my business out there, especially my personal life. I feel the need to address this so there are no false narratives. I had love for you and disappointed you and all that. You are not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. And then here's the best part of this, this entire is the thing. <laughs> she retweets that second tweet and just writes, take care. Obsessed with I that. mean, that is, that is instantly iconic. That is, if not as good, close to thank you next. You Literally know? Like, take care. What I do like about this split is that I didn't get a sense there. Uh, I didn't really feel a lot of the like machismo of the of another celebrity split in this one. It felt like people were on her side being like, mm-hmm. how could you break up with Sweetie? She's literally perfect. And that was kind of the <laughs> like overall Twitter commentary, you know, like clowning mm-hmm. him for losing her, which I love because sometimes it's the other way around, you know, mm-hmm. like this just felt like it felt like something different for once. So the next thing that started happening on Twitter, so Quavo had been giving her a lot of get. Quavo gave her like some like a Birkin, if not multiple Birkins, and recently gave her a Bentley, like a brand new Bentley car. And she posed with that. You probably seen the photos of her like on this Bentley. Bentleys are ex- incredibly expensive, so of course this is like, wow, what a big deal. We're going to cover the fact that Quavo gave Sweetie a Bentley. So immediately, <laughs> people started joking and fully joking like you did not take this seriously people were saying things like i wonder if he's taking the bentley back forms of this you know many 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 jokes about is quavo taking the bentley back i bet he's taking the bentley back here's him trying to take the bentley back so much so that bentley the word starts trending on but like it was like a joke but then it became like a rumor because people misread the jokes i think as truth and it was like there was no truth to the fact that he was taking this Bentley back, but there were jokes about it were funny. Like people, the tweet where it says, take care that people took off the E, take car. You take know, car. Like, that <laughs> Wait, was like the one I one. saw. That was pretty That's funny. Well, so like is, so that was a, here, people say, that was like taken as truth. And then it had to be denied in TMZ. Right. So which is places are, places are reporting things like speculation. Quavo took back the Bentley. He gifted sweetie erupts on Twitter. Then it's like report. Quavo took back the Bentley he gifted Sweetie. And it's like, the reports are from Twitter and they're clearly jokes. So Quavo had to actually go to TMZ and say, no, I didn't take the Bentley back. Right, and then TMZ reported, sources directly connected to Quavo tell TMZ he didn't repo the Bentley and anything suggesting otherwise is flat out false. Reports surfaced Saturday that Quavo sent the repo man to take <laughs> to take Sweetie's... <laughs> it's clearly a joke. Oh the God. report is a joke. <laughs> ...out to Sweetie's home in the wee hours of the morning to take the car back. Supposedly he leased it and never put in Sweetie's name, and a deal he struck with the dealership allowed him to end the contract early, which he allegedly have done in the wake of their split. That's a cool story and all, but we're hearing it just didn't happen. I'm sorry, you get your girl a, a Bentley and it's leased, you're you're fired from that job. That sucks. Doesn't doesn't this always happen with expensive cars? Like anytime you see so and so famous person giving someone an f- expensive car, leasing sometimes is just the right the, the right option financially. Okay, but not for not for a flex. I don't <laughs> want to hear anything about leasing if you're trying to flex. But the, Buy your car. But the leasing can be, you know, sort of underground. Like you don't have to tell everyone that you're leasing it all you're saying the flex is the photo right no you're right i think that's the trick though Mm -hmm. 
But then your car payments are like a thousand dollars a month, and it's like, okay, best of luck to you. That's better than you know an upfront cash payment, you know. With interest rates dropping, I'm acting like I know what I'm talking about. I was gonna say you don't even. <laughs> what with interest what? rates, then things get sort of uh, if they get messy at all. Because this is done. We we we've ended the co- the part of this conversation where Quavo and Sweetie have are, are talking to each other, right? This is done for now. Their family's I'm getting sure they'll continue now. to talk, you know. Yeah, but now their family is involved, and it was on an Instagram live, and they were like fighting so in the weird. comments. This is so but, weird. But what they were saying, so what I noticed was that it, yes, it was it was like quote unquote messy because the family was getting involved, right? And the family's yelling at other, so like Sweetie's family is yelling at Quavo's family and Quavo's saying like sister whatever. And Sweetie's aunt, aunt. went f- started fighting in the but, chat. But the thing about the messiness is that it's sort of like controlled chaos, and you get the sense because again, these are famous people. I think that I think that Quavo Migos, we said they're they're them's. I think Sweetie, since we talked about Sweetie, has actually become a them maybe. Mm. Um, but at the time, she was a who, arguable at this point, arguable because she is still like her last big song was with Doja Cat, who is more famous than she is. Whatever. The point is, they're using and that some of the same. That song didn't really hit. I think. That song didn't go anywhere. Yeah, best friend. It's good. It's good though. Mm-hmm. Um, they're using the same language Quavo's sister is that Quavo used in a way that suggests that like they've been given things that they can and can't say, because she says, "Uh, none of y'all know how sweet he is in real life, but I do, and it ain't good at all." Which is essentially as vague as what Quavo said. Like they're not accusing them of anything specific either side, which I think is really interesting and is showing a sort of like in very intentional restraint. You know, like it's not actually messy when you think about it. None of this is actually messy because well, there's no, there are no details. The only thing that's messy is the implication of cheating, mm-hmm. which which honestly no one is but denying. An... They're just saying, well, you know, Sweetie is not so perfect either, but we're just going to let this narrative play out. So like yeah. maybe but even there's the accusation some sort of, of something else. But that is an accu- that is happening. But the but the accusation is vague, and like you said, is it emotional or is it physical? Not that it really matters, but I'm just saying that like there's less here than it kind of seems when you first look at it. Although it is still accusatory, and, and it is still a breakup. Presents don't band aid scars, and the love isn't real when intimacy is given to other women. So right, it's like intimacy could mean lots mean? of things to lots of people. Yeah. That's moving sad. on. It's sad. It's it's sad. And an example, if you're ever single again, and a regular working man wants to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. 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 Oh, Lord. Regular we can't. Okay. He, he makes. No. Hold up. No, no. Listen. What's the minimum? Um, listen, what's the minimum a man could make if you were single to date sweetie? That's a great question. What's the question. minimum salary a man could make for you to be like, I might consider it? The minimum? Minimum. Minimum salary. What if you, you were single. What do you count as a regular job? Moving on. Another split. That's no. not really a split? Well, not. We don't know. <laughs> this is maybe a split. This is like... This, this guy? Was like, who is this guy? I'm sorry. Well, Who's Jeff like, Dye? I don't think that anyone cares enough about this maybe couple to even get it right if they split or not. Because mm-hmm. you have yeah. literally hours before the deny... Like, Kristen Cavallari and Jeff Dye, again, who Comedian. call it quits after five months of dating. Then, hours later, Kristen Cavallari 
and Jeff Dye spotted kissing in Cabo after ending their romance. But like we didn't even have confirmation of that. And clearly nothing happened if they're literally just still in Cabo smooching. Mm-hmm. They didn't leave Cabo. What, like, what's going on? This is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> really, the stupidest thing ever. Every, anything involving Kristen Cavallari is like the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, I was e looking online at online old... is even confused, and that they end their thing. Whether or not Kristen identifies as single <laughs> is unclear. But she is clearly loving her time in Cabo. I'm sorry, identifying as single is the funniest. Like, that's the funniest sentence. I have to read it again. Whether or not Kristen identifies as single is unclear, but she is clearly loving her time in Cabo. I will not tell you how I identify in terms of sexuality or in terms of relationship status, but I will confirm that Cabo is a blast. But just really breaking down the <laughs> sentence, to repeat clear is hilarious. We don't know whether this woman is single. It's unclear. But clearly what she is, is loving her time in Cabo. That's art. That's beauty. That's talent. That's skill. It is. I was looking at a story about their relationship um, from February, which, again, is only a month ago when they were new. And we <laughs> because really Because they literally, <laughs> like, they don't exist. Yeah. They really they really don't matter at all. This guy really does not matter. But He's those literally are sorts the of... rebound for, uh, what's his face? He's like the rebound Nightmare. of the rebound. Jay yeah. Cutler. He's like the rebound of the rebound. And right. also, like, Kristen is still on good terms with Jay, which is disgusting. Well, they so, do have children together. So. Yeah, I know. I guess that's true. So they if were I spotted getting guess. steamy. They First of all, they've been in Cabo. They were in Cabo. I think they were in Cabo for a long time. So, like, it's not that they were just there for a day, but I'm, I'm losing the thread here. She's been in Cabo for a while because she, I also saw literally yes. an article about how much Kristen Cavallari loves Cabo. And I was okay. like, this is not... <laughs> Newsworthy! But in February, in February, there were like rumors that they were together. And the headline was on February 4th, Kristen Cavallari and Jeff Dye have put, quote, no labels on their relationship, which just confirms that we don't know what, what her identity is, why that's unclear. And it says they aren't, quote, exclusively dating. And the source says, she's just hanging out with him. They're enjoying each other's company and having fun. That's it. They're really just getting to know one one another and seeing where things go. If they decide to go, oh God, sorry. If they do decide to one day become official, people will know for sure. And it's like, a month ago, we had a source saying, everything will be confirmed at one point if it's real. And nothing has been confirmed. Like, if anything, it's more vague than it ever was. But the thing is, is like this fake desperation to confirm this relationship is killing me. No, no one, one cares about. Cares. Like, stop. Stop it. And not to be rude to Kristen Cavallari, who, again, is a great reality star. Like, she she didn't. Dating someone so much famous than she was, a.k.a. Jay Cutler, who isn't famous to me, but I understand his influence in broader culture, is the thing that like made her interesting again, right? So if she's dating someone on her level, if it's a lateral like move, she's very boring. She need that that dynamic needs to be there, you know, to make her like really stand out. I guess what I'm saying is I just think that for Kristen Cavallari relationship to really, really, really uh thrive, she has to be the less famous person. She got only got the new show because of her husband and like their kind of dynamic and like their whole thing. I guess what I'm trying to say, that was just a very, like, unnecessarily verbose way of saying, like, we're not going to care about Kristen Cavallari's dating life unless she's dating an actual, like, really famous person. I'm going to read this sentence one more time before we move on. Whether or not Kristen identifies as single is unclear, 
but she is clearly loving her time in Cabo. That, that would be Kristen, another junior. Wherever Kristen went, drama followed. She thinks she's hot. Okay, I guess she is, but she can't stand me. Here's the reason why. Steven. This is funny, this next story. Is just page six being rude? You don't watch Roni, so you don't really understand this at Mm -mm. all, do you? That's well, I understand Tinsley Mortimer's so relationship to the to the New York press because I have known who Tinsley Mortimer is for some time well okay, before Roni. But what's interesting here is on many levels. So it reports came out yesterday or the day before that Tinsley Mortimer and her fiance Scott Kluth, the coupon king, have split. They were engaged. And the reason why this is interesting to Roni fans is because Tinsley literally left the show to move to Chicago and date this guy and get engaged. Like, her whole narrative was about desperation of wanting to get married. The famous Tinsley Mortimer. Tinsley was the it girl. The it girl. It girl. She was the it girl. I have heard of Tinsley Mortimer. Just by name and by, like, no sort of picture. Like, I know she's blonde and, like... Who doesn't know who Tinsley Mortimer is? Come on. Like, that's the that okay. really became kind of the main focus of this woman's life and journey. And she met this guy. He he kind of dragged her back and forth. She kept going to Chicago. The other women were like, what's the deal with him? They broke up. They were secretly back together. That kind of got dragged out. She was a little shamed for it. This season, the only thing more confusing, confusing than Ramona's hatred for rap dresses has been Tinsley's on-again, off-again relationship with Scott. Kind of going back to him. And then finally, mm-hmm. finally, finally, he proposed to her. And she moves to Chicago and quits Roni, right? And like... Not to be whatever, but I would say the two loves of this woman's life are this guy and this reality show. Because literally it brought her back into like the spotlight of her younger years where she was literally like the socialite of New York. Which is all she's ever wanted. Right. So think about the devastation of this breakup if you've already seen the narrative play out on TV, which again, you know, obviously that's not like the most truthful narrative. But we've been dealing with this woman and this fucking coupon man for so long and he basically was like you have to move to chicago tinsley mortimer leaving new york city for chicago blasphemy but isn't that like correct me if i'm wrong as the only real housewives i watch is potomac but like isn't part of like what is so enthralling about real housewives the fact that they have two narratives to juggle right like they have to juggle their real life narrative and the narrative that has been either created for exclusively or exaggerated well, for every, television is that not every reality show i just feel like it's more i i just because the these shows are so long running and have more eyes on them that disparity is even more sure intense. but i would argue to you that unlike many other shows the real housewives narratives are skew skew closer to the truth of the real narratives just but isn't that harder the closeness because they're so close that you start losing your mind that they're so close but that's like let's say we were just talking about Kristen Cavallari like Laguna Beach or the Hills that became like almost a fictional narrative by the end that became almost scripted TV by Mm -hmm. the end we're talking about women who were not famous at all just rich and then became famous and I think it's very hard for them to separate out their real life from their reality show life. So to me, a lot of this Tinsley stuff that we're seeing on TV feels very close to the truth of what's going on. Do we know what happened with this split? No. What I thought was fascinating in this for people who maybe don't watch Roni, which, again, you do not need to watch it. 
But what was cracking me up was page six was like fucking dragging Tinsley, poor Tins. And like, I'm sorry, Tins literally has so, she did not work with page six for her whole life to be dragged like this by them. That's it's really mean. Like I even me reading this, I'm like, this is so this is so nasty. Like I truly don't understand how like they're turning on her in a way that I feel like either this is her wanting to get simp. No, well, I'll read you the headline to show you. Yeah, we haven't even said what's happening. Yeah. Scott Cluth attempted to communicate split to Tinsley Mortimer for months. Pals claim they're calling her clueless. They're calling her. Like, willfully ignorant of a broken They're relationship. They're saying he tried to break up with her for months and she didn't take the hint. hmm And the other weird thing about this, which makes me kind of sus, is this guy who never wanted to be on TV, his whole thing was like, honestly, respect. He was like, come to Chicago. I don't want to be in New York. I don't want to be on a reality TV show. Okay, fine. Good. Maybe, maybe that would have been the best for her. He is the one giving the original breakup statement to people. That's wild. Like That's I thought, wild. I thought you were shy, you know, and he's out mm-hmm. here saying after 14 months of engagement, Tinsley and I have ended our relationship and we have been living independently for the last few months. This was an incredibly difficult decision, but is what I believe is best for both of us. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Like, this isn't just to reiterate. This isn't a, a caption that they aggregated. Like he he sent this, this is a to press people. release, a press right. release. And so that's page six piece. Scott Kluth attempted to communicate split to Tinsley Mortimer for months. That came out after the one that said, Tinsley Mortimer's pals furious. Scott Kluth dumped her after marriage ultimatum. I would say this is how all the watchers of Roni feel. The second, that, I'm st- I can't get over this page six article. Did you see the thing that another Roni person, Leah McSweeney, is this, a, is this, she's a friend of Tinsley? Is she on yes. Roni? Okay. Yes. She posted a photo of that scene from the Sex and City movie where Charlotte runs into Mr. Big. Right, that's what after the wedding. Is. Yeah, and she said, "I curse the day you were born." And she just posted that, no caption or anything, just yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte, wait, wait, Charlotte, Charlotte, don't run. You're pregnant. I don't want to see you. I'm so mad at you. I was always on your side. Then you go and you do that to Carrie. No, no. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to waste tears on you. I cursed the day you were born. I think my water just broke. Oh That's a God. very Tinsley reference. And, yeah. And Tinsley commented. <laughs> yeah. There's just like a disconnect between the tone of this comment and the tone of what Leah is doing. Yeah. Tinsley says, love you beyond. You're a dear true friend. Hands up, hands up, sparkling know, heart. And then I Leah know. responded, love you. Heart, heart, Not heart, to be whatever, heart. but I think she might have been drunk because she was also reposting every single person's like response to her breakup, like on her Instagram, and then quickly deleted all of that. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, and people were yeah. like, they were being sympathetic to her, but they were also kind of like making fun of her like... It's like, no, not these two. She worked so hard to make this happen for herself. You know, like... <laughs> Very like, you know, just and very strange. And Scott Kluth, because we've never spoken about him on the podcast, you called him the Coupon King, and it's because he's the CEO of like a coupon of Coupon Cabin, right? That's what it is. Coupon Cabin. Coupon. coupon, coupon Scott yeah, coupon Kluth, cabin. the Coupon King. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, this is like, so that's how he made his money. Sources in his camp say that Kluth has been communicating to the socialite turned reality star that it's over for months, but Mortimer would not accept it. Her reception of when they broke up is clearly different from Scott, says an insider. You mean Scott specifically. But Scott communicated, <laughs> but Scott communicated to her that they were broken up months ago. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? <laughs> well, I love the Reddit comments that you found where someone goes, they've been broken up for months, but they spent Valentine's Day together and she posted a picture in his apartment a week ago. But that, but you, you realize that plays along with the delusional thing. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like, but he's, also like, like they're broken up and he, she's still posting photos like they're together because she's not, you know, well, ready sure, to but, say it. But my comment to this is, and and my retort to page six shaming her for this is if this is as it seems, if these facts are as you tell them, uh, like are as true as you as you say they are, like it's as much on him as it is on her. If no, he's not doing a go- if he's not doing a good job saying that they're broken up, like I'm not mad at her for but like also, taking pictures in his apartment. This is a couple that breaks up and gets back together, and so when that's the case with you, you have to either be very, 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 very clear, mm-hmm. or the other person will just assume that it's another one of those examples. Especially if they move to Chicago for your dumb ass, you know mm-hmm. they don't even really they don't even live in the city that you've kind of forced them to move to because. I don't know, you run a coupon company. This guy is shit. Like, I do not think there's another narrative here. This guy fucking sucks. From the moment I met Scott, thank you, Carol, we both clicked, you know? We have so much fun together. He is the most amazing, intelligent, hardworking, incredible man that I've ever met in my life. And, you know, generous and lovely and just funny. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was... The talk of the town. Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not crop. Yeah. So it'll just oh. be like a cropped 
iPhone photo that's Instagram. on the Aura frame. Exactly, with it. comments and everything. It'll just be on. <laughs> it'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the Aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do yes. it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about Aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother mm-hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your oh, yeah. Aura app and, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting you gotta be careful. my ad photos. You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it, but you should do it. You got to be a little bit careful. But <laughs> Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, let's move on. This story is stupid and short. I everyone's <laughs> like Gossip Cop has been like especially weird lately. Like they really not have just, been. It's weird. They've been weird. And and it's not just like the typical Gossip Cop stuff where they're posting things like absurd rumors that they read about in Life and Style just to say that they're wrong, you know, which is just what Gossip Cop does and they've always done this. Like they always have strange headlines but they're based in a um obviously untrue celebrity journalism rumor, right? Like that's what they do. This comes came out of nowhere. And I just saw it on my feed. Does Shamar Moore have a wife? <laughs> Question mark. What we know about his dating history. Okay, Shamar Moore is a famous person. Arguably a them. I'd, I'd maybe be willing to call him a who just because he's very... Shamar Moore is one of those people who just reeks of like 2001 to me. Like he just I like... I kind of do think that he is broadly a who, you know? Yeah. But his name is one of those names that's like fun to say because it brings up a lot and it's also at the same time very random. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I think of him as like a soap star from the 90s, which doesn't necessarily but make you a But then he became a and host. Like, yes. And yeah. A host, yeah. Um... But he's currently on a big popular show, SWAT. He's been on it for years. He's the star of a big network TV what show. Is so I think SWAT. It's based on that movie like CSI about SWAT, SWAT teams. or whatever. Well, it's there like was basically... a well, there was a there was a show called SWAT in the seventies. Then they made it into a Colin F- Farrell movie. Now it's rebooted as a new show, SWAT. But it's about like SWAT teams. It's just and a procedural a about SWAT teams he's in LA. Yeah, he's the main SWAT. Um, can you say? Do you know what SWAT stands for? Can you guess? Shamar <laughs> was a them. <laughs> them. He was a them. <laughs> Shamar was a them. <laughs> Shamar like I getting the contract he's... for SWAT. He's like, I I was a them. Signs the contract. <laughs> I uh see he's right, he's right there. It's like these these leads. Okay, of but wait, what is SWAT stand for? <laughs> Special weapons and tactics. <laughs> I was close. 
Okay, so they say, does Shamar Moore have a wife? Which is a weird question. It's one of those questions that's like, yes or no, you can Google. The answer is no, But it's one of those no, questions that makes you think that Shamar is in the news for something. Because Gossip yeah, Cop doesn't, not. Gossip Cop usually writes things with SEO in mind. They're looking at mm-hmm. the trends and responding exactly. to them. Or like, they're looking at the tabloids and saying like, what's up? This one comes out of the blue like they're trying to start their own shit. Which is like, I never asked if he had a wife. Well, when I said this to Lindsay, she was like, you're missing something. Like, you're missing a peg. There is a peg. There's always a peg when it's Gossip Cop. I could not find a peg. I could not find a peg. He had coronavirus in December that he was spoken about when he had coronavirus. He had a little bit of news about his mother a couple of weeks ago. But, like, there's nothing. But but it's not interesting. So there's really no personal news about Shamar Moore. And also, he's kind of like a private guy when it comes to his relationship. But it says, Shamar Moore has been heating up TV screens ever since his days as a 90s soap star on The Young and the Restless. Decades later, as the current lead on SWAT, the actor looks like he has an age today. It begs the question of which woman is lucky enough to be Shamar's Moore, Shamar Moore's wife. That begs the question, which woman is lucky enough to be Shamar Moore's wife? The answer might surprise you. You didn't ask a question, by the way. Find out everything about Shamar Moore's dating history and the rumors surrounding his relationship status. Again, when you read this, you think there is a peg where his relationship is being talked about. Not to it's be rude, not, but he's it's not, gossip. It's cop not. Ben is backing him? They're kind of, because they're saying, does he have a wife? And their answer is no. And there have been rumors that he's gay. Like, that's literally the conceit of this story. Right. That's they're the like, conceit of the story. Shadily is Ben back, even though all they keep doing is quoting him being like, I want a wife and kids. I want a wife and kids. But they're also like, but is Ben back? Which yeah. is it's, our. It's really is, rude. Which is and code for their code for basically being like, is he gay? But he's just, he has a lot of, his relationship history is very, very long. He's had a lot of uh, girlfriends in the past. But the point is, he doesn't have a wife, and he's not even dating anyone as far as we know. Um, So as far as women, I'm looking for eyes, mouth, junk in the trunk, some sense, some Mm -hmm. sense, sense. goofball, and ambition, and ambition, and all right? And uh, I I live in Los Angeles. And it's the land of dreams. It's this really came dreams. out of the blue. So I, I think one reason to say this is like, do they know something? Or what do they know? What does what the do they know? know? What does, does he have a wife? Does he have a secret wife? Is there going to be more Shamar news? I don't yeah. know. Where is but this, this is weird. From? They usually have a peg. And I'm telling you, I couldn't find the peg. And the peg might reveal itself in the next couple of days. Okay, stand by for news. Stand by for, stand by for Shamar more news. Because, as we all know, SWAT. Shamar was a them. Arguably a them now. Let's call him a who. But also a who. (laughs) (laughs) But don't you think, like, you think about, like, when I think about Shamar more, I think of, like, brothers, you know? Like, I don't. I think of, like, When did that movie come out? Like, 1999? Yeah, like, I think of, like, him as a host of stuff. Anyway. Okay. okay. Moving on. Let's move on. Actually, you slipped up and you sexed your mom. You sexted your mom. Yeah, you sexted your mom. You can love the ladies. You cannot love your mom. (laughs) So, wow, you did your homework. Okay. Um, You know, I love my mother to death. And and so when I get to talking mess and just going, my, I met this girl. Man, she got this and she got that. And she. Moving on, Britney's bomb dance at Toxic at the Roundup. What even? This is like, well, I saw the more, headline. There's nothing first. more one note, like just a note, a single note from a Britney song than Britney Spears mom Lynn being like spotted at the Roundup in Dallas, Texas, the best gay bar in Dallas, Texas, maybe the best bar in Texas dancing to Britney Spears. Well, I saw this on, I think it was just Jared and it just said Britney Spears' mom Lynn dances to Toxic at gay bar in Texas. And my first thought was, I wonder if this was the Roundup <laughs> and I clicked it and it was the Roundup. Best bar. And the reason we know it was her it was a instagram story 
and it says uh someone posted the ra- tagged at the roundup saloon and dance hall been there with some hooligans actually lynn spears dancing to her daughter's music at the roundup and at you're like but is it really lynn spear at, at the, roundup. the roundup and your first thought is understandably is that actually lynn spears though and in the parentheses there's a parenthetical at the bottom of this instagram story that says yes that is her i asked her that's confirmation to me i trust also, that confirmation here's the other confirmation if there's any type of person who would recognize Britney Spears' mom. Mother. They're at the roundup. If any person who exists in our world, and I don't think mean there's just one. I mean there's a few. Maybe 10. Maybe 15. Maybe 25. They are at the roundup. Like at they're, the they're roundup. They're at the roundup waiting to spot this woman. You know, like that is where it's they It's their live. dream to spot this woman. And they spotted <laughs> this woman. And they said, are you Lynn Spears? <laughs> and she said, yes. <laughs> no, yes. she said, over toxic. She said, yeah. <laughs> and then they bought her a Coors Light. No, they bought her a Shiner. They bought her said, a shot you. of tequila. And she said, thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. And then she like shuffled away. Is it fine if it's well? And she said, I love it. <laughs> And then somebody said, free Britney. And she gave them like a little wink and a nod. A wink. You know, and did a cartwheel and disappeared with a poof. I got to say, this new stage of the free Britney movement is exhausting because it's all typical gossip shit that's unfounded where it's like, Britney says she's going to do this. Then Britney's camp has to say like, we're not doing this. So this is irrelevant, but I want to say all of the... The fake ass headlines, the misleading, and not to be like uh, like the media, but like the fake ass headlines that people <laughs> were writing about this one quote about this source that was un again this source Unverified. from nowhere saying that Britney Spears was going to do an interview with Oprah, and then the and then the source quote itself says Britney Spears does not want to ever do interviews again, but if she did, it maybe would be with Oprah, like. Unbelievable. Even the quote itself is the most non-committal fantasy, like fabrication that I've ever read as a source quote. It's so funny. And people were saying Britney Spears talking about doing like Oprah interview. And you're like, she's not. She wants nothing to do with this. Anyways, I just I found that particularly infuriating because I felt like that was truly a misrepresentation. And when you people were sharing just the link and not clicking, of course, why would you fucking click? Who cares? And when you click, you're like, that's not what this person is saying at all. If it's indeed what they're saying, if if it's if indeed if it's indeed what anyone is saying, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 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 Okay, sorry. Okay. Wait, I just want to read you. We don't have to, we don't really have to discuss them, but how about some headlines? How about some funny okay, headlines? Great. Okay, I love some funny headlines. I love headlines. Here's love one headlines. from the Sun. Here's one from the Sun. No rest life. Everyone is so desperate to go to gigs. There will probably be people at the show who hate us. Says Westlife. <laughs> to be fair, that's the funniest quote considering they sold out the arena. Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah, starting they a tour in the fall and they sold out an arena and like Well, that's what they're that saying. They're the being quote. too real about it. <laughs> yeah, they're like people probably They're are like just we're as surprised as you that we sold out the arena. An arena. Wembley Stadium. I've heard of that. Who's the like who's the person who's the mu- musician you hate the most but would go see live if you only were allowed to see them live at this point? Like if somehow you were able in a group of like in a huge crowd to go see your least favorite Blake artist Shelton. live, you would go see Blake Shelton live. I'd go see Blake Shelton live. Wow. Wow. You I'd go see Blake Shelton live. Just yeah. to go. Just to go. Just to go. You would hear his you would hear um 
uh, you name the babies, I'll name the dogs. That's a good song. <laughs> and maybe Gwen would show up. Oh, she uh, would because there's would be no so other gig strange. in town. What is she busy? <laughs> who would you see? Like, who is a, a terrible artist who you would see? You know who I would because. see? Maroon 5. And here's why this is especially oh. bad. It's Ugh. because you know those men do not play any of their early good songs. They just play the like glut of shitty new stuff that they've come out with in the past like 10 years. You know, and I would be like, Sunday morning, play it. And they'd be like, no. <laughs> and then like Halsey would come down on a cloud and they do some duet that I've never heard. You know, the last time I was in a grocery store, I was waiting in line and, you know, like grocery store lines and there's like, I'm sorry, did you just say, do you know grocery store lines? Like, yeah, yeah. They're just like particularly depressing right now. Like grocery store oh, lines are okay. just very depressing. Sure. And the my grocery store is so narrow and thin and people are always like is this the line are you online and it's like yeah 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 and i was sitting there and i was just like kind of miserable and people were like getting all up in my face and the whole time i was in line this love was playing and so there was just like something about that song as much as i hate rune 5 was like making me move and then i noticed that i was like kind of like bobbing along to this love and was very humiliated by it anyway that's my story um <laughs> Something about that song will get you moving is what I'm saying. No, but well, they won't play that. Yeah, They're going to play like, saying. girl, you're just a girl. Whatever that song is where it's like, she's a girl. Whatever. I you know, the one with the girl. No, What I is the one? don't know. She's the one a with girl. Beanie Feldstein. And it's like, you're just a girl. I have no Beanie. idea. Feldstein, Beanie, are you searching Maroon. Beanie Feldstein, Maroon 5, she's a girl? Maroon 5. That's like, <laughs> what is the song? What? What is the song where they're all spinning around and like... Oh, it's not just Beanie Feldstein. It's literally like Cardi B's in that music video. It's a lot of, it's a lot of women and they're like, Meh. what is the song? <laughs> I'm not being like intentionally wrong but here. The, I don't remember Out of all the women in this music video, you chose Beanie Feldstein. Okay, <laughs> What is that song called? It's called like Girl Like You. Girls like girl you like come you. out with a guy. Girl. Like girl. There we go. Okay. Thank you so much. That's I it. Need a girl like That's you. Yeah, yeah. The worst song. Uh, the worst song like I've ever heard in my like life. Boys like girls and girls like boys. Okay. Uh, oh, we, we hate it. Sorry. Here comes another headline your way. Ready? Okay. 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 Jamie Oliver makes a huge blunder as he accidentally wishes his daughter Poppy a happy 18th birthday when she's actually turning 19. Okay. Here's the thing. This man has like 35 thing? children and they're all, and they're named, all bad like, names. Daffodil or whatever. So I, I understand that he doesn't remember his daughter's age, but the difference between 18 and 19 is significant. Celebrating an 18th birthday again, like you forgot last year, is a little bit of a funny thing <laughs> right. to do. If it had been 19, if it had been 16, 17 or 21, 22, I feel like 19, 20 is easy and 18, 19 is easy. Also, like you should he know that. Didn't, he didn't like say that he fucked up. Like the Daily Mail just caught him changing the caption to his Instagram from 18 There's a very good chance that Jamie Oliver still thinks that his daughter just turned 18. <laughs> his wife like opens his Instagram and is like 19. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> She's 19. <laughs> okay. There's nothing else to say about that. We should move on. Lindsay sent me this photo last night and it was a photo of a um a possum like a very worried possum although I'm not sure that you can be a possum and not look worried it's, it's a, a baby, baby little possum, possum wrapped up in a little uh, just cuddled up in some sort of blanket eyes bulging 
wrapped up. The the tail is curled around it. And it says, new post. On Monday, the wildlife warrior avoided posting an updated photo of her baby bump to Instagram, instead sharing an image of a possum. And Lindsay said, guess who? And without thinking, like the fastest... Without a like, flinch. Without the fastest a like neural lot. transmission I've ever you know had was, I just said, Bindi Irwin. How could it not be Bindi Irwin? First of all, Bindi Irwin's baby is like the second coming of Christ. <laughs> Right. It's no, this, I agree. It's the biggest thing to happen to Australia since they were accepted into Eurovision. Literally, <laughs> they are so. Australia is no one has been more pumped for anything other than than Australia for Bindi Irwin's baby. Seriously, are you kidding me? Bindi Irwin is responsible for the COVID protocols that have made Australia such a COVID paradise. Yeah, like she truly. was like, listen, people, I'm about to give birth. I'm not having you better this baby. Be ready for me. I'm not having this. The Queen of Australia baby in Ground Zero. Me. In the middle of a pandemic, you better fix this shit. And then Chris Hemsworth got on the phone <laughs> and he fixed it. And he called up Rita Ora and he said, you're coming to Sydney, gay and lesbian Mardi Gras. And you're not leaving until. You are increasing so- this country's morale. Okay, so Bindi Irwin's baby is like maybe born, but also maybe not. But I'm just saying it's the unclear. excitement at which the Daily Mail is covering the impending birth of Bindi Irwin's kid is breathless. And it's not it's not relenting. Yeah. People think that she's already given birth. Um, And let me tell you, people, you'll know it when people post the exclusive. She gave birth to this possum. <laughs> Lowercase p people will know that that baby is born once uppercase p people oh, publishes the if exclusive If you don't think this contract saying. has been signed, sealed, delivered for the pictures of this kid, you are crazy. This is Derek Hart. Hi. This is your namesake. <laughs> this is Derek. It's one of the coolest things. I think that's ever happened. I think to have a name, uh, an animal named after you is amazing. It's the coolest thing. Congratulations, you have a koala. (laughs) Welcome to Australia. Come on, that's cute. Only ET said a crew as Derek got an up close and personal look at the Australia Zoo in Queensland. What I love about Who Weekly sometimes is that. What do you love about us sometimes? We often will cover topics that are buzzy but through a shitty celebrity lens. So mm-hmm. like, let's say people are talking about like cryptocurrency. Like we won't talk about it, but then somehow some celebrity will do something involving it and we'll have to basically Bitcoin. explain yeah. it or talk about it. And to me, I think that's like the magic of our show. Okay? okay. Yeah, okay. Because like this week, everybody's talking about like NFTs, which is crypto adjacent. And what an NFT is, which I don't even know what MT fucking stands for. What does NFT stand for? <laughs> what does SWAT stand for? What is NFT? Uh, non- it's a non-fungible token. Token. Non-fungible trans- to- token. So what non-fungible is, token. In the most basic sense, and I swear to God, you don't have to look at this any further unless you're actually interested in buying any of this stuff. It's, it's digital art sold. It's digital art. That's being sold. The idea being that art can exist on a blockchain and you can own art digitally, right? And so people are selling things like tweets because it's literally like a piece of digital content. Uh, you may have heard about Azalea Banks and Ryder Rip selling a sex tape with uh, on as an NFT. Like it's just almost... And if you're asking the main question, which is how do you own something digitally, the answer is you're going to have to fucking look that up because it's confusing. And but it also, ha- like, it has to do with the blockchain, and it has to do with the blockchain, and owning it barely means anything. It barely means anything. Like, but, there's- d- but the thing is, it kind of does mean something if you do understand like the way that it works. But I, I understand what you're saying. Like, obviously, anything can be replicated digitally. You can take a screenshot. Mm-hmm. You can, sh- you know, whatever. But the idea is that 
they're trying to create it so that there is a sense of ownership for digital art. Yeah, let's not even get into the complications because I barely even understand it. The point is, you did a good job explaining what I think I did like a baseline job. job. And don't call to correct me. Just go read somebody who wrote long on this and you'll understand. And if you don't even care, then that's the best part about this. You get to just move on with your life. uh, Read Kate Nibs at Wired talk about NFTs. It'll help you understand it. Here's, But anyways, why is this relevant to us? Here's why. Katie Cassidy auctions off nude NFTs. Arrow actress Katie Cassidy auctioning off digital nude art for $18,000. Katie Cassidy, you may know as David Cassidy's daughter. She's been on Mm -hmm. Arrow. She's been mentioned in this podcast for other reasons. I honestly could not tell you why. She's best known for Arrow. Miss Lance, what do you think about vigilantes? I'd be foolish to disagree with my new boss. I knew I was smart to hire you. I'd heard you joined the district attorney's office. It was time for a change. Still, I'm sorry that you and your colleagues at CNRI won't be opening your doors again. There were no doors left to be reopened. She's also literally throwing me in for a loop by putting these like very artsy nude photos on the NFT servers or whatever, I guess it's called. Extremely artsy. OpenSea.ie with a starting price of $18,000 per image. Mind you, this is $18,000 in Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency. So it's like 0.1 Ethereum. It's, you know, it's (laughs) 0.1 Ethereum. And these are Mm -hmm. um, post-divorce naked photos. She wrote, after a year of quarantine, getting divorced and coming off a show for eight years, I was forced to learn how to love myself and it's the best thing I've ever done take the photos and sell them on NFT. I don't know. That seems like a little whatever. If you click on them, I'm sorry to say nobody has bid as of yesterday. Nobody has bid. And it's nobody been, has bid. It, sale ends in 10 days, so you better hurry up. But You can get one of them for like $716. Totally. Only 0.4 Ethereum. And then you Affordable. own it digitally, which is exciting mm-hmm. for you. Did you read the actual description within OpenSea.io? No, read it. Well, it's important, Lindsay. This didn't come out of nowhere, these photos. Yeah, they She was inspired she by something specific. Her divorce. Inspired by Women's History Month. Oh, <laughs> my favorite. And her month. keen knack for cryptocurrency. Inspired by Women's History Month and her keen knack for cryptocurrency. Ay, ay, ay. Actress Katie Cassidy celebrates loving herself and the life she's manifested since moving out at age 17. After ending her marriage and wrapping her hit, hit television show Arrow, Cassidy, now 34, found herself armed with a canvas by Love is Art a company that curates artistic lovemaking kits intended for couples to use during intercourse. For Cassidy, the blank canvas proved captivating, <laughs> captivating both as an exercise to practice self-love as well as an opportunity to create art in a new dimension. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's Spawn for a kit that you buy to fuck with and she did it by herself and as And she did it by herself statement. to make a statement. But yeah. the kit is like just like, paint that you rub all over yourself the kit is a is a bed-sized canvas and body paint and you (laughs) and you cover yourself in the paint and then you fuck on the canvas and then you hang the canvas in your home can you imagine people coming into your house and seeing this like framed like splotch and it's like what is that like it's great and you're like that's us that's our fucking that's us fucking that's what i would call 911 i would leave (laughs) I mean, I'm so desperate to go to a party. I would stay there and I would ask okay, questions. Okay, but you would also call. You would also you would take out your phone and you would I'd at call least hold it in I your left. hand. <laughs> I'd 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 get the um I'd get the the I don't know 
the social connection that I've been craving out of the party. I'd stay for, you know, how long I normally stay at parties, 45 sure, minutes to sure. one hour. Yeah. And then I'd say, I'm going to go to the bathroom, which is, I, I mean, then I just leave. And on the way out how the door, I call 911. <laughs> how is that different than what you normally do? Because I call 911 at the end. Okay. Wow. So here's the thing. What I love about this is that there's these Katie Cassidy photos on OpenSea.io of these, like, these digital photos of her, whatever. There's one more photo of her on this platform. And somebody does own it. It's like an actual owned piece of digital art. And mm-hmm. what it is is a Katie Cassidy Nightmare on Elm Street signed <laughs> picture um, owned digitally by a user whose name is CD5213. Because I was like, who is the audience for this? Does anyone want to own any digital Katie Cassidy art? And the answer is like this guy. So I'm like, what else does he own? And if you click on this guy's <laughs> OpenCIO account, he owns some of the most incredible pieces of digital art, including, including I mean, Emily Deschanel, David Boreanaz, 11 by 14 bones in person signed photo. No. How are these real? Is what I'm asking I mean, you. I can't believe the Susan Lucci signed non-sports cards. The wild thing about the Susan Lucci signed non-sports cards is that it's a <laughs> photo of a physical object. He owns the digital photo of the physical object. He owns right? two like, digital what? Two, two Susan Lucci signed non-sports cards. He owns Adam Sandler slash Brooklyn Beck Decker. Just go with it. It's a signed, signed photos. photo of them. And he owns a signed photo of Dutz and Krutz. Gemma Chan and Captain Marvel, signed. signed. Signed photo of Bryce Dallas Howard in Jurassic Park. Signed photo of Simon Baker, the mentalist. Signed photo of Sophie Monk in person. Signed photo close-up of Ana de Armas. This is such a strange, what a strange new thing. Literally, how do you own digital signed pictures? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand this. He also owns digitally two boxes of random 1992 baseball cards. How do you own digital photos of boxes that are real? I don't understand it. And actually thinking about it too much, like not only confuses me, it makes me angry. I hate like digital, like cryptocurrency, the way that it's presented. It's sometimes like, yeah, it's this. It's stupid. That's the whole point. Don't you get it? And I'm like, when it's presented dismissively, I'm like, why are you? You're making me feel crazy. Anyway, NFTs are a major who, and don't you dare try to make them of them. I never want to see NFTs again. But I do, okay, but I do want somebody to buy these Katie Cassidy's. Please step up. I can't think about NFTs anymore. Let's talk about Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know. All about the number one who Lindsay Bobby, tell us now What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What is Rita up to this week? She's up to a like, lot. A lot. She posted two different photo carousels on her Instagram that were just like what I'm up to, and it was like a picture of Idris Elba, who I'm hanging out with, a picture of a drawing drawn by Taika Watiti. And it's like, okay, Rita. Like, Rita is, like, flexing that she's in, like, the Hollywood of Australia right now. She's in right the now. crew. She's in the crew. She literally is, like, A-list Australia. 
Did you see that Idris Elba is like publishing a bunch of children? He like signed a deal to publish uh, like many children's books. Well, how many is many? Like five? It just said multi book deal. It was like he signs a multi book deal what to a write pivot, children's books. I guess. I something. know it's a hell of a pivot. It's a very interesting pivot. I would love for him to be in movies too. <laughs> that would be great. Okay. Anyways, Rita yeah. is flexing all over the fucking place now that she's literally a list Australia. It's hilarious. Rita is now A-list Australia. She's never leaving. We saw this headline that I fully, like, I, I I think this wasn't even taken out of context. Quote, it's so beautiful here. Rita Ora reveals her love for Australia and says she, quote, never wants to leave as she prepares to be a mentor on The Voice. So Rita Ora did say, I never want to leave this, which you could say is, oh, she's just it's hyperbole. She's no, taken she out of context really, a little bit. really, really, no. really doesn't want to Why would you leave. ever want to leave Australia she right really, now? She really, really doesn't want to leave Australia. Why would you ever want to leave Australia right now? My aura of calm. Rita Ora vows to give up partying after her lockdown breaching birthday celebration. My no. ass. I literally. <laughs> I There has never been a bigger lie than Rita Ora saying I'm turning 30. So I'm a homebody now and I'm giving up partying. Are you fucking kidding me? This liar. There's no way in hell you will get Rita Ora being a homebody like chopping tomatoes unless she's getting a gigantic check for it. You know, like she's going to be out and about. She pr- she proved that she is the type of person who will be out and about regardless of the circumstances. Yeah. She's been out and about during a pandemic. Yeah. She's not going to stop because she's 30. And then she went on Ellen and sang the worst fucking song she's ever recorded, which is the acoustic version of Bang Bang. Our next guest is performing Bang Bang off her recent acoustic EP. Please welcome Rita Ora. <laughs> Bang, bang, look what you started Bang, bang, straight through my heart Skips a beat You feel like trouble What's crazy to me is she's performing it in like the Australian Opera House or something. And she's like, thank you so much for having me in this like beautiful place. You and then she the sings <laughs> an acoustic version bang, bang, of a dance track. <laughs> bang, bang. It's the worst And song. we like these songs. Let's end this. Let's sell this podcast as an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's sell a photo of the yeah. episode. It doesn't yeah. have to be a photo. It can be let's anything. Sell a, let's sell. Let's promote this in a tweet and then sell the tweet. Okay, great. Let's list great it. Idea. Yeah, we're gonna list and then, it. Okay. Wait, and then with the proceeds from the tweet, I will buy the Katie Cassidy <laughs> nude NFT photos. Yes, that's a good idea. Wow. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns, and just fun goss that you don't want to play on the show. We love getting that as well. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. Not fun twice stuff. weekly. Not twice weekly. Twice weekly. Oh my goodness. Wow. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your reviews so much. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Hoose for providing the Rita theme song. And we'll see you on Friday with another Who's There. Bye. Bye. You will drive us. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Yeah.